And welcome back to another Viscari cast. My name is Rod Van Blake, author of Ancient Illumination. And I'm joined once again by Jordan Purnell Jackson, graphic artist and illustrator. Hey, Rod. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. So we've got the uh, third episode of Loki that has come out. Spoiler alert for y'all. If you have not checked out uh, episode three or not caught up with the series, uh, please uh, pause this. Go back and check it out and uh, come back to let us know your thoughts. But you have been warned. We are going to discuss uh, plot points and stories, story points that happen uh, within the episode. Um, what did you think of it? Uh, so, I was, I, I, you know, this is an interesting episode. We got to see more of Loki and Sylvie, uh, their dynamic. Um, and I was enjoying, I enjoyed their dynamic because it was like, it felt like siblings, um, okay. and like I, for me, I, I kind of like I laughed at the part where like Sylvie gets mad because like ah, and then Release all her magic, yeah. and Loki's like, you, you know, you, you feel better now, like you, you're screaming, um, and kind of like yeah. they're dynamic. They're dynamic. Screaming help. Yeah, did that. <laughs> but they're like dynamic, which is just kind of fun. Um, but this episode was like. Very like just a very intense episode. Like I kind of was just like, all right, we're in this. We're at was it lament? What is the name? Lamenti. Lamentus one. L- Lamentus, yeah, Lamentus one. I'm like, all right, we're on this planet. We're stuck on this planet. I don't get off the planet. Okay, we're gonna go on this mission to try to get this power source. Very video game like. And yeah. then of course them getting there is like like just the the kind of them getting closer to that arc was like, it felt like the stakes were getting more real in like this episode, like you see people struggling to get off the planet. Um, and then kind of how it ends, I'm just like, oh, well that sucks. <laughs> like, well that, but it was also well shot. Like I actually like really liked how that end scene was shot where it almost felt like a continuous shot, like one long hold, it probably wasn't, but they, it kind of helps you kind of keep you in the moment with the action, action was good. Um, and then you know, getting to that kind of conclusion of the arc is just like, damn. Okay. But um, it was a good. Ep- I enjoyed that. It was a good episode. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're both most deaf. I mean, I, I feel like when we talked about it last week about the timekeepers, I'm like, yeah, they're not who they are. I'm feeling it now. You're feeling you it now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the episode was just okay to me. Um, it was kind of dry. The, the chemistry, in my opinion, I've heard everybody touting the chemistry between Sylvie and Loki. And for me, it's a step below the chemistry between uh, Loki and Mobius. And mm. she just is like, if we're, if we're kind of do this like weird buddy cop thing with them, she's playing the straight man and Loki's trying to be the zany, more upbeat character of the, the pair of them. And it just, yeah, yeah, if you look at for it me, like certain parts, it wasn't hitting. Uh, there was nice action in this episode for their fight scenes and choreography and everything. The set was awesome. Um, 
Yeah. I like the set. It seemed like almost like a rehash of one of the Mandalorian sets. They just put like a purple. That's, what I, that's literally <laughs> what I was put like, a, like there was a purple veneer over it, but it seemed like real deserty. Yeah. Um, so Sylvie is still a mystery to me because she doesn't give you much of her actual history. Um, yeah, Shouts out to Geek Culture Explained. He's a, a YouTuber uh, that does a lot of the explanations from the comic books perspective because oh, he's got all the comics and um so i'm not sure what we're getting and i, I feel like we're being breadcrumbed to death by by disney and marvel here and it seems to hey, be they're, I'm, they're I'm doing it that's all I'm they did they did that with mandalorian the whole time it was like we're gonna start, I'm, along. I'm starting to see a, a running theme with the marvel run disney shows on disney plus um they don't pay off any of it. It seemed like a bread, bread, uh, breadcrumb trail to nowhere. Like they drop all these Easter eggs, all these hints, all these things that they know full well. The the viewers are gonna go seek and search all this That's stuff true. out. That's true. And we get our wheels turned and, and go through all these theories. And in the end of uh, WandaVision and in the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, nothing. Yeah, it's like, oh, the, the, the ending is, was anticlimactic, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm getting that same vibe from this show because we're all thinking there's some really huge big bad that's this veil covering behind this veneer of the timekeepers, mm-hmm. and we're gonna find out it's like it's been the judge and Mobius <laughs> all along. Oh, yeah, like I, I don't want to get that, so I'm not, I'm I'm not trying to get too hyped up on it. Mm-hmm. And what's Loki's power level? That's been bothering so, me. Like, so he throws. So when I was when I was noticing, like how like how strong is he? Like you know, kick yeah. the guy out the window. Okay, he threw some magic. He threw a Not little bit of magic. But they've established how things work within the TVA. Like magic is null and void; it doesn't work. So right. we kind of have. So Loki has shackles on when he's within the confines of the TVA. Exactly. But he leaves outside of the TVA. Powerful. Get his magic back, but he's getting pieced up by the hillbilly dude and Walmart Costco mashup from episode two, right? You had the hillbilly Did he use was... abilities in that episode? He used like telekinesis to grab a, a rumbus vacuum wow. cleaner and try to throw oh, it. Oh, that was kind of cool. He, I hate that, but I'm not gonna... Which he does again in this latest episode. You see him use telekinesis to literally stop a building. That was dope. Was... And, it, and then puts it back. I was like, oh. So, you telling me that he can do all that, but he can't piece up some mall cops in this train, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm confused as to where his power level is right now because I've seen him now fight regular ass people in like in the Walmart. Like I said, the country hillbilly, uh, Larry the Cable Man, dude was, was two pieces him up in the store. Like- it seemed like Sylvie when she when she um, when she kind of took control of their minds. It's like she gave them extra abilities because he did seem strong. I was like, yeah. how strong is this dude? Yeah, she enchanted him, but it's still that regular dude. And these other these these dudes are like security guards with like bad old school GI Joe Cobra uniforms on. They don't have weapons. Um, I don't see any guns or anything. No, they were just that's on this world, with the exception of the lady, with, with the exception of the lady sitting inside her, her little trailer that blows them with the energy gun. Yeah, that was the energy. So, 
So it's established that there is energy projectile weapons and technology there in this world that they go to and lament this before yeah. it's supposed to be destroyed. But when they're getting down, these are basically all a bunch of security guards fighting them off in the train. And you see her go toe-to-toe with the TVA agents and she takes the baton, you know, to prune people and she's killing them off the timeline. And these security guards ain't got none of that. (laughs) So I'm like, if he is, uh, how it was explained to us, a Norse god, basically culminated from the minds and spirits of worshipers in Midgard, AKA Earth, that creates this mythical, these mythical beings and these gods, that's what he's supposed to be, the god of mischief. But he can't, seem to finagle his way around these security guards that makes no you're sense not buying. you're not buying i'm like what power level is he at if these dudes and they had they didn't um it wasn't established like if these were some race of beings that are you know super powerful then that'd be different like if these are asgardian level beings on lamentus one then that makes sense that they would be able to stand toe to toe with loki and sylvie and they would get down like that, but nothing, nothing like that is is. No, you, you just gotta, gotta you gotta run. You just gotta go with it. That, that that's why I don't. That's why I like don't get too caught up in him. Like, all right, he's just on different. Yeah, you don't want to be too realistic, and you realize that this is a comic book esque TV show, and then you see my man hold up a literal building, falling off after one of the asteroids hits it, and he's able to make that just float away. And they skedaddle on their way. And I'm like, well, then he should be able to handle these fake-ass Cobra security guards. I don't know. <laughs> he should be able to. Like, he should be just grabbing them up and like, let's go. Like, Yeah, they, they smash them up. I was like, that makes no sense. Um, and they, they, they try and go through their histories when they're, they're having a little back and forth. And I, I feel some of it was cool. Some of it seemed forced where they had that little quiet moment sitting at the, the restaurant car of the train uh, on their way to the Ark. Um, and then one, I guess, notices that somebody being... Seem, why do you think that scene uh, felt forced? Because they're okay, trying to... It seems like they're trying to... They were trying to very hard to establish a rapport between Loki and Sylvie. And they get into that conversation about love. And I was like, okay, you're doing a little much right now. What is love? And then, of course, they never finish it. She falls asleep somehow, and then he's she wakes oh, up. He's drinking and, it. and it's like it, it. It seemed very like it seemed forced. It, it seemed like, and like I said, she was just playing the straight guy, and mm-hmm. he was going to be the jovial one of the two. Yeah. And he wanted to drink and party, and, and it, it messes up their plans the, between the two of them. They can't get around these security guards. He ends up getting tossed off the train and she follows suit simply because he's got the, you know she needs them. He's got the little TVA uh, data pad that oh, they yeah. need to, to be able to click back into the timeline. And also the opening of the show was interesting where you see what she did to uh, C-20, the TVA agent, uh, where she basically tried to interrogate her by through enchantment. Yeah, yeah. And then her reveal that the TVA are variants. When yep. they told that, that Loki, cool. remember what I said last week? That there was another Mobius. Yeah, that, variant. Is, that, so is what you said. that is what you said. So they had multiple agents yep. working the same or very, uh, different cases, and he doesn't right, know who yeah. the other agent is. And then 
but they but you know Mobius tells him that the TVA was created by the timekeeper so there would be no time before the TVA uh, according to them because that would be all they know and Sylvie tells him yeah I had to go back a hundred years before she was yep. working for the TVA and she liked margaritas apparently it's like okay so which one <laughs> yeah so we're getting we're getting a lot of this Wizard of Oz uh, type stuff where yeah. the, the timekeepers may just be a facade um, I don't think they're going to go that far especially since how deep into the comic book lore the timekeepers go this may also be the time twisters, but I'm not talking about what is that? Can you elaborate on that. The time twisters. What, what you on? know, in the TV show, the time twisters is what they're calling those collars that oh. put around the variant. Oh, okay. But in the comic books, they were actually like a variant of the timekeepers, uh, kind of like how the Eternals are, and you have these deviants, okay. which is, Thanos was actually a deviant with a defective gene that made his skin purple and weird. He's supposed to be a descendant of them. Well, I think the same thing as the Time Twisters were actually deviants from the Time Keepers. And so Hmm. it's possible that the war they were talking about with the Sacred Timeline is them actually battling back and forth um, with the Time Twisters and the Time Keepers trying to keep things because if they can destroy the timeline and then go back to a time when there was no timekeepers, then there's no way for you to win the war because you effectively don't exist. But I don't know if they're going to go that deep with it. And we'll like, see. We'll yeah, see. We, we don't know. You, you can't, can't, you don't. <laughs> this can't this is why last week I was like, I'm just going with the flow. I don't, I don't, I don't have too many expectations just to see where this this where they're gonna take this because like you said they're, they're this is what you're saying exactly what I my my major critique of like Marvel and Disney properties that they're always going to follow a formula they're gonna they're gonna bank on that formula and they're gonna play it safe so it's like y'all not even gonna play it safe right now it, like I said it, it's becoming a pattern with the, with the shows anyway. It, oh, it no, it like, it's, it's, and you're no, expecting it's, it's, when you come into this expecting a link into the, the larger scale MCU mm-hmm. two hour films um, like I said it's a it's a breadcrumb leading to nothing I see a whole bunch of Easter eggs mm-hmm. and then at the last episode we've only got three more episodes left uh, so you kind of got a lot of ground to cover within three more episodes which hopefully it won't but it could mean that things become rushed within the um, next three episodes because they know they have to come to a close and they've yeah, got to give you the yeah. end. But what we're let's look what like we have to look at the kind of like conclusions we need to come to head at. Like we need to wrap up if Loki is going to we need Loki need Loki needs his conclusion with the timekeepers. He needs to find out who they are, and Sylvie also needs to kind of. I, she has to kind of continue her plan because we don't. What? What? Did we even get any more information on what her plan is? No, we don't. We don't. So, but don't. I think these things are very much connected. And it's easier from the wrap up. It's not like we're hopping around between different characters or like other different subplots. It's like at least with this, they kind of kept it simple. It was like, all right, they both have kind of a similar end game and where they're trying to go. So it's going to be easier for us to get to that point. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be hard to wrap this up. It's just is it gonna have a good payoff? That, that's, that's my right. worry. 
it's gonna it's gonna end obviously, but will that ending be satisfactory? Because with with the MCU TV shows thus far, I have enjoyed them immensely, but the finales have been kind of like, oh, this is over now. Like, there's no <laughs> big like the the best they've done to to be honest is the last finale for um, Mandalorian. Um, it wasn't who I wanted to come, but that Luke <laughs> Yeah, it and it kind of mirrored my feeling of joy when Darth Vader comes in at the end of Rogue One. It right. was the same thing. It just it, it it kind of mirrored those two endings, and they were satisfying. Hey, what's going on, JC? Uh, yeah, she said that uh, comment said no pop. Yeah, there's no there's no pop at the end. Like yeah, that's how kinda... that's how yeah that's how I feel about. It. I'm like you know, WandaVision was kind of like like they had good episodes, but then it doesn't. Doesn't have good resolution. Same with Falcon Warrior Soldier. At least, hey JC, and at least with with Mandalorian, at least we got some like we got a, we got the pop because like I was I was complaining about Mandalorian season one because I was like, where's this going? And then I was like, oh, this is this is not the complicated story I'm trying to make it to be. Like literally, this is about a man and his child. <laughs> Going, yeah. going through the world and going on random missions, and that's what it is. It's yeah. like I can't get anything more for it, but it came together. So, but yeah. it's like Mandalorian's been doing well in that regards, but it's just like the the kind of Marvel shows have been like meh. So we'll see. Like my hopes aren't high. Okay. But well, in comparison, but in comparison, I feel like this has been a more uh, um. Well, we're only three episodes in, so th- the first three episodes, I feel like I've been like, all right, this is this is cool, like this is good. It's not as like it wasn't a drag like the ra- rest of the shows, and then Falcon Winter Soldier was like hot and cold for me, or got real corny at times, real cheesy at times. I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. So just well, take it with a grain of salt. Keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take a very quick break and then we'll be right back for the second half to discuss where we think this is all going. Be back in a second. And welcome back to the Ascari cast. Once again, this is Rod Van Blake, author of Ancient Illumination, and I'm joined by Jordan Pinnell Jackson. Hey, everybody. And we're still discussing uh, Loki and uh, trying to decide whether there's going to be a satisfactory ending to this show in opposition to what we've gotten thus far from WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. JC said, with these shows, I just expect to be whelmed, not over or under. That's pretty. That's like perfect. It's like I was whelmed with this one. Yeah. It's just like you need to to leave out with a bang and leave us something, especially if these are going to be their own separate individual storylines. Like they're loosely connected, but it's not like they're sequential that run into the other. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, like Falcon and Winter Soldier was the sequel to. WandaVision and it's not like Loki is the sequel to Falcon and Winter Soldier so it's like each has to have their own unique individual satisfying uh, finales and the one thing that's kind of messed with me is there hasn't really been 
a truly satisfying big bad in any of these he shows. Will play a villain. They but, haven't been making good villains. No, it's not like, making good villains. It's been really cookie cutter. It, yeah. it, it was Agatha all along, and then that was it. And it kept, <laughs> oh, Agatha. Which I look, Agatha was cool. The song was dope. I actually liked her. I actually kind of yeah, liked The fact that she like was in the mix, the fact that she was in the mix the entire time was cool, kind of messing with stuff. But I wanted something to be behind it. I was like, okay, that's cool for now. You didn't gave me my mac and cheese, but I'm gonna need my protein in a minute right. when you when you go to the end. Right, right, right. And we weren't given that. Same thing with the power broker and Falcon with a soldier. Like the transformation oh. of Falcon when he finally steps up to take the mantle, that was cool. The yeah. finality we get with Winter Soldier getting through his PTSD and coming to kind of a moment of peace within himself. And the closure. That was cool. And the fact that it didn't cheese out and make the Japanese dude like forgive him for killing his son. <laughs> they, didn't even, they didn't even like you can't even speak to him no more. He just left it. <laughs> that was it. Right, right. But as far as the culmination for that final climactic battle, we have yet to get anything real, really tangible. Uh, with old girl in the the flag smashers, mm. was out in a well, puff of smoke. Actually, yeah. underwhelmed. She was yeah. wondering for me. Just, uh. so now we're, we're getting this where they're toying with the idea of that we know something's faulty with the timekeepers. Something yeah. is faulty with them. We just don't know what it is yet. And I'm afraid right now that it's, it's right in front of our face the entire time. Right. And we're going to be like, that, that's it? You're going to just, you're going to have to just cut your eyes and look at the screen and, and squint at the end of the show. Like, what? I sat through six episodes of this, for this. Right. This is all you gave me. And even though, we know they're going to give us some cool visuals. We're going to have some charming moments. No, Kang okay. the Conqueror ain't right coming. Kang is supposed to be the boo thing of, of the judge that we see. We know that, but that, and it's possible. But like I said, they've been teasing us this whole time with the other shows. Do you think they're actually going to deliver on Kang? Especially is when you know- Is he supposed to be the coming out? Exactly. So exactly. I, I, I will find that to be hard to believe they're going to introduce that character right now. Which is much true. And with as much uh, Easter eggs they gave us for Falcon and Winter Soldier with Madripoor and then dropping Madripoor in the trailer of Shang-Chi and then us not seeing anything being connected, uh, no power broker being loosely connected to the Mandarin, which would have made sense because of everybody searching for certain things within the world. We didn't get none of that, so nope. I highly doubt they're gonna dangle Kang in front of us. Um, people were out there seeing patterns in the bed sheets uh, that look like devils in Mephisto when Wanda was sleeping in her depressed mode. Oh my goodness! Paid off. So now, after a while, I'm like, "You ain't meeting no Martin Luther the Kang. I don't think we're meeting Kang here. That's... I don't think it's. I don't think it's gonna happen." As much as I would like to see that with John Majors uh, giving a little cameo, but then we didn't get a cameo from Doctor Strange. All that stuff would have meshed perfectly within the MCU and and neatly tied them into the movies, even though they're technically separated Mm -hmm. from these TV shows. But you can obviously see they're a part of those universes, if if only on the fringes. But they're refusing to give us that. So where do you think? So would 
Is it even safe to make an act, a speculation of where you think it's going to go? That's basically all we can do because that's, that is the one thing that's good about this is it gives us a chance to have these conversations and discussions about where they could go. And also as creators, we can basically visualize, okay, if this were my baby, what would I do with it? But as to what they will actually give us, it's up in the air. Like I said, Loki's been severely underpowered for these, especially when you see him outside of the TVA. And my man couldn't even, he could do, he can give you a fireworks show in his hand. <laughs> he couldn't conjure a ticket. That's what, okay. All right. I'm going to be honest with you. Literally, I thought about that. I was like, why don't they just make up a fake ticket? Like, yeah. that would have been a way. But they're like, no, we're going to nerf him so Sylvie can use her abilities. Which I thought was convenient and nice. It was it was a nice and a dynamic like their dynamic and relationship. But at the same time, like he could have just easily made a ticket. Made a ticket, showed it to old boy. Y'all better leave me alone. You know what I'm saying. As a matter of fact, what? Because I don't know who the dude is who called little security guards on him. But what if he conjures a, an arrest warrant, fake like arrest warrant for the dude that called the the, the security people on him? Wow, that's funny. And as a matter of fact, since you want to know so much. The timing, the time thing is broken. I don't. Yeah, I don't. It is broken. You know, he. he so what? So when they fell out the train, I was because I because I when I was rewatching, I was like, when did the temp pad like actually break? Like I noticed when they first landed in that the area, the battery was low. Clearly, yeah. Then, like he smashed it when he when he rolled on the ground after getting out of the train. That's he gets mind. up. And then he shows it to her, and then it literally falls apart in his hands on the ground, and that's that's what makes her scream. She's like, "You, yeah, that rich dude is dead now." Because everybody <laughs> that tried to get, I, I, you don't necessarily see him on a train uh, die, but I mean, you, the plan you, 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 yeah, you, the, the plan, they're all meant to die in that in that uh, on that planet. But yeah, the the TVA pad or whatever it was that gets destroyed. So now it's like they're stuck there. The other thing that bothered me was the security guards at the end fighting to keep people off the arc. As you see stuff. Well, there's the world falling apart. Crumbling <laughs> apart around them and they're still fighting people. Why are like, you fighting? Like, and then, and then the one dude falls to his knees when the arc gets hit by the <laughs> asteroid. No. Like, oh no. Like, you <laughs> obviously you wasn't getting on no way. So why are you falling to your knees? Like, you're the one that believed. Oh, don't worry about it. You know, last second before we take <laughs> off, we'll open I the door and we'll let you three in only. Like, we're having to fend off hundreds of people. How is these three without anybody else getting in going to get through? And like I said, they didn't have any. They didn't. They didn't. At least they didn't display that they had any type of projectile weapons on that train. Blade. Or when they started fighting in the town where the Ark was about to take off. None of them showed to have any guns or projectile weapons. Like the only one is that old old girl sitting in her trailer with the with the energy fusion rifle. As soon as uh Sylvie kicks the door in, she gets blasted. And of course, you see Loki use his powers of uh manipulation and illusion to, to look like her husband. Who I'm assuming, from what she said, I guess he left without a word, so she knew. Yeah, it. he was a he was a, he was a shitty dude, apparently. So yeah, like they have projectile weapons, but the security don't. Like some of this don't add up. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what the culmination of the TVA is gonna be and the timekeepers. 
but yeah, I mean, JC, if if they bring in Kang, I would be more than happy to see Kang because he, I think, works with them in tandem and, and manipulates time. That's his thing uh, for a while. So that would be cool to see him. He ends up being like a villain, though. But Kang the Conqueror, I would I would love to see it if, if they do it. But we've been kind of duped for so long now with these other yeah. two shows and it not really paying off. It's like, I don't trust them to give us a... I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't trust Look, yo, and the other thing is... How high the bar has been raised with respect to Infinity Wars and Endgame. So now it's like, that's what we're expecting. Like, you gotta drop the hammer now. You can't just give us... You, you know, I, I'm not trying to, you know, you got to give me my filet bignon. You can't just keep feeding me these chicken McNuggets and french fries no more after I done had filet bignon. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it. It's like, come on, man. You got to give us more than that. Ravona's the bad person. You, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ravona's the judge, I believe, right? Is it? Yeah, it's going to be, yeah. Yeah, she's there. Probably. And it's going to, she's going to end up being... The mastermind behind it, like it was Ravona all alone. Is it? Darn. They didn't even make it hard. That like, like I, I feel like that they're gonna do that. They need to like, they need to like make it less obvious and like introduce, like throw us off. You know, like a good who done did it. You really don't know who did it because everyone looks like the bad guy. Everyone yeah. looks like the bad guys. So it's like, but they're playing it safe. I'm just like it would be really cool if we get these what if they're everybody is a variant to another timeline and you have TVA versus TVA fighting for the, to be the prime timeline once you figure that there's multiple uh Mobiuses and there's and she tells us that C20 the TVA agent is in fact a variant and the timekeepers did not create her that must mean there's multiple C20 agents out there dropping nuggets here See if we'll get that get get that conclusion. That would be cool if they did that. Yeah, everybody's fighting to be the one to win out. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm not gonna be happy. Like, I don't want it to feel like the ending is like, yeah, it's not a physical person. It's the system, man. The system. Like, I don't want it to be that. Like, it's like we kind of need something like someone we can like relate to and see. Like, even if we got like a time, like an actual timekeeper, but they're probably not gonna do that. Who knows? Who knows? It's gonna be like a, a malfunctioning AI in the end that's running the whole system, and it just went wonky, and nobody Barry, ever repaired Barry it. Barry yeah, nobody repaired it. It just went rogue. <laughs> I mean, that would be kind of cool if it was just a broken AI. Like, well, but we'll yeah, JC, that's happens. what I was saying. That there was supposed to be multiple Mobiuses, and that's why Mobius doesn't remember that he never uses coasters in Ravonna's right, right. office and the the trinkets and trophies that are in her um, office and he sees stuff that they collected during cases he solved but then there's this other agent that works with her and there are trophies of that person's uh, trophies as from their cases they've solved right, right, she right. doesn't divulge who this other agent is and I think he, he asked her a couple times like Who's this other agent? And she bypasses the question and doesn't even answer, answer him. So yeah, uh, JC thinks uh, Miss Minutes is the evil one. She, <laughs> that would be hilarious if it's Miss Minutes. Are they gonna have like some physical? Oh my God! She uh, comes up incarnation. Like looking like a 
like a big ass uh, orange slice sitting there. <laughs> that would be kind of creepy too. Like what? Yes. That would make it even worse. Move the hands on her body, like. Oh my goodness! Time is up. Oh time is up. Then <laughs> <laughs> everything funnels in. Miss Menace is it? Yeah, Miss Menace was Miss Menace all along. That'd be crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know where they're going. Uh, if they're gonna actually do anything with this, I got like like bring it home. You gotta bring it on home and give me oh, something to, to chew into and cat. Because after a while, it's like then I'm gonna expect that from. Because you do it this to be the third time in a row. <laughs> you got you me. Know what I, I'm not. I'm not trying to fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Can I get an no, you're not gonna fall now. Then I'm just gonna okay. I'll watch it because it comes with the service that I already have. But it's something to watch on TV. That that's kind of unfortunately that's what it. It's I feel like that's where I'm at with these like series, like something else to watch. Just yeah. because like when you when we brought up the movies earlier, I think that that was a huge kind of um, almost a mistake in a trap. Like we, I kind this is what I projected was gonna happen. Like once we got in game, I was gonna be like. Like, I felt this weird emotion where I'm like, oh, it's all over. That was so amazing. But at the same time, I was like, I got nervous for the future because I'm like, because I'm like, this is the, that was the beginning of an era and the end of that specific era. And it's yeah. going to be very difficult to outdo that. It's like we're making a sequel to the era, but, and we're continuing on. So it's like, it's, I was always wary of the TV shows just to begin with. Just so I'm like, mm, yeah. see where this goes. And that's why I treat it. I just go with the flow when it comes to episodes. But, you, but they're making it small. They're, they're keeping it, it. It's a TV show with, with the budget of part of oh. the movies. Yeah, a lower um, it budget. Doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to reach that zenith with each show, but you could at least step above yeah, I mean, they get there. You could step above mid-tier boss in the finale. And each time, <laughs> I don't feel like we're just getting mid-tier boss at best. Yeah. And we don't get, we don't get the big boss. We don't get the big bad at the end. And it's supposed to be that level of threat, especially when you look at the grand scale of this show and multiple timelines and time manipulation and these godlike beings that supposedly squeeze this timeline into one to make sure it conforms to the way they they've designed it. Mm -hmm. And, and that's how powerful that you a being you would have to be. So you have a, a pretty high ceiling that you can go for for something manipulating things in that realm without getting too crazy. But just don't have it be the secretaries are just rolling around with infinity stones like they're paperweights. And <laughs> like something has to be behind all this. And if it's just the judge and nobody else, and we don't get any payoff like there's there's not a satisfying ending and when you see how they have Loki reacting with the beings and it, that that he's interacted with in the show mm-hmm. he doesn't look powerful at all looks like a normal guy he's just getting molly his normal, by everybody. Variant cop, his normal variant uniform he's just a normal guy yeah like my trying, I was that was the thing I was waiting for too. Once he was away from the TVA, why didn't he put the glamour on himself and give him his OG costume back? He, like he's not even with the TVA right now. 
I ain't gotta wear this damn jacket. I'm gonna put my green. Why are you still wearing this jacket? Give me my green cape and my helmet with my gold horns on it. Let me low key out now, cause I'm I'm out in the wild. You can't you can't do nothing. Yeah, you know that identity it? crisis. He don't know who he is no more. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna throw away the old uniform. I gotta start over from scratch. I'm just variant now. Yeah. I don't see that more, so yeah. that's probably why he hasn't. That's why he hasn't glamoured himself because his identity crisis more so. Yeah, come to terms with who he is. And JC, I don't expect to feel the same way uh, when Hulk slammed Loki yeah, back. Yeah, was... But at the same time, when he stepped into the room with Hulk, we knew why he got monkey stumped the way he did. So I'm not, I'm not expecting that to happen in each episode. But I surely don't, you know, think that I should have seen one of the mill security guards piecing them up. Two of them get, you know, whisked away with magic when he shoots the magic green stuff. And then he gets chucked out the window. After he didn't he just chuck someone out the window like right before? Yes, he did. Then he got he was kind of smiling like he, you know, he really did <laughs> something. And then he, he like, was like, oh bye. bye. It's like, and they was like, your turn. He's like, get your ass. <laughs> get your ass out the train. Like, your turn. I was like, man, come on, you gotta do better. I I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping they make me all the way wrong, but I'm not optimistic about it. With, I don't know with about this we got three more episodes. Um, I guess we'll have to see what they do. Uh, if, if, if it's anything, hopefully it'll be more of a leap than they did with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision. Because right. like I said, the personal journeys of both of those shows I like for the individual characters. And Yeah, those were those good points. Those were actually highlights of that series for sure. I agree with that. But the, the overall big bad that's behind everything and the culmination and finale of both of those things weren't weren't hidden on nothing. No. And that's why I was telling you about the stuff that I wrote and I was I was telling him that I eventually one of the characters might have to take the shackles off and let him loose. You can tell everyone what happened, spoiler? No, I'm not it's gonna tell nobody what happened. I'm oh, just okay, saying okay. in general. E- each book I try to put threats on one level. But in the end, it has to. It has. You have to raise the bar. Otherwise, it's oh, not really. Oh no! Of course, of course. You know. So once you get to the big bad, he better be a big bad. True. 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 That's my opinion. Now, sidebar. Yep. How do you feel about the Shang Chi trailer? JC, okay. how do you feel about the Shang Chi trailer? I like the Shang Chi tra- trailer. Um, I don't know why we're putting Abomination in there fighting. Uh, was that? Wong. That was it. That was a fish monster. That was an abomination. That was that abomination. Was, I think that was abomination. He had the the horns and the fin on his back. It looked like it. Um, and Wong, that was funny. That, was that, that wasn't. And if that wasn't Wong, that that looked someone very that much looked, like Wong. That's what I was saying. I was like, so we have a Doctor Strange reference here. I'm yeah, like, he looked like one of the sorcerers. That. Yeah. Yep. I was like, that yeah. was cool. So maybe there's going to be some tournament for the rings. Uh, maybe there's maybe it passes from. I thought about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, they're having some Mortal Kombat. Uh, <laughs> they have the whole Mortal Kombat in Marvel. What? For the rings, and the Mandarin wants his son to fight as his champion in this. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, like, no. Why would he? Why would he get down himself? Son, I want you to fight for me. This was the Mortal Kombat movie we were looking for all along. It's actually Shang Chi. Shang Chi. But that was cool. I was like, CGI looking, visual effects is looking dope. I got yeah. excited. Hey, like when 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 um, Shang Chi and the dad were like grabbing away at the rings. I'm like, 
this change colors. They split the two sides. Yeah, I was and... like orange and purple. Like, this should be good. <laughs> this should be good. Yeah, so, uh, I'm waiting. I'll be waiting for that one to come out. And um, but see, I'm not worried about that. Yeah, I'm not worried. Meaning, about meaning, I have more confidence in the MCU with the movies than I do. Yeah, to the TV shows. Yeah, that's true. Yes, JC. There's a new trailer. Yeah, it just yesterday. dropped. Yeah, re- yeah, yesterday. And that's the thing. She's saying that the the, the movies might stay more connected. They, they're purposefully the movies are all connected. Yeah, every, they get. every nook that they drop for you, every nugget and each egg they drop for you in the MCU are paid off further down the line in other movies. So once you yeah. remember that this thing popped up, it resurfaces, and then there's a payoff in the end once you've remembered that. They drop so many of these Easter eggs in the TV shows, and then that's just eye candy. Like I said, the, the breadcrumbs to nothing, and mm-hmm. it's never even brought up again. It's just one or two of them are. Like the uh, the Kamoyo beads that uh, Io was dropping for Winter Soldier to find was yeah. obviously a callback from like one of the earlier shows in Falcon Winter Soldier when she was the one that helped him kind of recover initially when he was yep. in the That yep. gets paid off at the end. It also gets paid off that he turns over Zemo to the Wakandans. It, yep. it's, that's paid off. But I'm saying the there really was other big, great payoff moments. There were a lot yeah, of great payoff. The they really, showed up. I was like, oof. The really big stuff that they hint at and they they knowingly drop hints in the shows. Most of that stuff is just up in the ether, and and you never like they just toss it up in the air, and we're just looking up in the sky waiting for it to drop <laughs> back down, <laughs> and no it way. just don't it just don't drop. We're just looking stupid, right, and staring right. off in the sky. So I, I don't know. We'll see what happens with this. Yeah, I'm not worried about Shang-Chi. I'm, I, that looks awesome. I think all of it's going to pay off. All the things in the trailer. Now, you know, they, they switch stuff around. So you, one thing looks one way in the trailer. And then you're like, hey, that scene wasn't there. Or this person wasn't there. Yeah. They do that because they want to throw you off the scent with, the, with exactly how the story's going to go. Sure. But I am not worried at all about what we will see when that movie gets out. I'm pretty sure that is going to be awesome. Uh, no, what, what my thoughts on it? Well, okay. What's your final verdict for this episode, uh, Loki? Well, on, on a scale? scale of one to ten, yeah. One to ten? Oh. Um, for me, I'm going to give it like a eight, uh, just because like as an episode, I like I felt like it was a thrilling ride, um, mm-hmm. and there, it mixed, mixed in with some kind of heartfelt moment, so I was kind of, I was in for the ride, seeing where it goes, and I kind of, I liked how the episode ended a lot. Okay. Uh, I'm like, oh, finally! It, like, it felt like we were getting into a point where like Marvel was getting like dark again, like mm-hmm. like the tone shifted, and I, I that was a big payoff for me. Like there was yeah. a payoff in this episode for me when it did make it. So. Okay. That that's how I felt about it. What about you? Uh, okay, I'm gonna give it a five because I feel like we're treading water. Okay, I feel like we're sitting in the water. We're not really going forward. We're not going back. Going it's not again? Yeah, it's not horrible, but mm-hmm. it's just. Like I said, they had a lot of good things about it. Some of the action scenes were better in this episode than they were in the previous shows. And the scenery and cinematography was very well done. So everything that I'm kind of grading this on is strictly on the the actual plot points. But everything around those plot points, I liked it. JC said it's a six for her. She likes a cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind cliffhangers. I like, I like cliffhangers. I like, the emo- I like the emotion of it. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so, yeah, for me, it's like a five only because I, I felt like we 
it, it didn't go anywhere. It's just, and mm-hmm. I'm not as bullish on the repertoire between the rapport, excuse me, between mm-hmm. uh, he and Sylvie. Um, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Right. Yeah. Uh, so later on, the audio for this will be up on Anchor, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Casts, um, Spotify, and a few other places. So if you didn't get a chance to catch us while we did this Facebook Live, uh, go to Anchor.com or any of those other places and the channels where you get your podcasts and give us a listen. JC says what she means is I could have wrapped what they're doing with Sylvie. Uh, it's kind of early, I think, to wrap Sylvie up now in the third, with half of the season to go. You got to kind of string her along more to see because they haven't really told her what her plans are. She hasn't said specifically what her plans are. She's not being the mastermind villain. So. Yeah, she she only basically she keeps stating repeatedly that she does indeed have a plan. Which is her argument against Loki, who never seems to have a plan. He's just flying by the seat of his pants. And <laughs> that was the other thing, uh, before I close out, that was the other thing that kind of bothered me. But th- it, it may be because it's done purposefully. I don't know if she's actually a variant of Loki. She's not. I, I, I'm yeah. starting to feel that way now. She's not actually Loki. Like, I'm getting that vibe, too. Like, yeah, she had to teach herself magic? Yeah, but I think she might be a like you know how I was saying they kind of cherry pick what they like from the expanded universe, but don't necessarily use everything. So there is a version of Sylvie who's given powers by a Loki after Ragnarok, after they destroyed all the Asgardians and they become reincarnated in these other bodies. Um, she is bestowed magic or taught magic by Loki and starts going by the name Enchantress. And the real enchantress gets pissed about that. And I guess the end of her comic run ends up sending her to some crazy dimension. But like, if you survive this, then you can keep my name. And then in the the comics, you never hear from her again. So we don't know whether she's alive or dead and made it back. But yeah, so this version in in the TV show, uh, she doesn't seem like a variant of Loki per se. Mm Because there should be enough similarities between the two where you could see it and you could just basically see where she kind of veers off of his path, either mentality-wise or power-wise. So you can see she clearly uses magic, but it's not the same magic that he uses. But there's no, there's not as much charm and mischievousness within her for me to kind of feel, get the Loki feel from her. Yeah, exactly. She just like punched stuff. Let's get, you know, let's get the mission done. (laughs) <laughs> let's go let's do what we gotta do I know they promised multiple uh, Lokis but there should be a more tangible link between the two than just the name alone and magic there's gotta be something there that's okay you're a little different they're way different way way different mm-hmm. and that's the thing that kind of plays off of each other when they're together in the same scene you see right 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 very different approaches to what they do and how they think, and she seems more straight cut in her uh, in her thinking. I think that about uh, wraps it up. That's why we're going to be whelmed, JC. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Anything else before you wrap it up, Jordan? Uh, that's everything, man. I'm just trying that not is- to be whelmed. <laughs> You're trying not to be whelmed. Hopefully they give us some to go with this uh, heaping plate of whelmed. Right, right, right. Uh, 
Yeah, that's it, folks. Thank you once again for taking the time out to hang out with us. And for listeners that listen to this later, when the audio goes up on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google Cast, wherever it is that you listen, thank you for taking the time out of your days to give us a listen. And uh, when you get a chance, let us know what you think. That'll do it. Peace. Peace.